Welcome into another episode of Dads in Timeout. This is your host, Jesse Williams, and today we will be talking about the NFC playoffs, the results, what I was surprised by, what I expected. And so we will go ahead and list off those scores real quick. So the Rams beat the Seahawks 30 to 20 in Seattle. The Buccaneers beat the Washington football team 31 to 23 in Washington. And the Saints beat the Bears in New Orleans 21 to 9. So if you look at that, the Rams and the Buccaneers won road playoff games. Two of the three matchups were won by the road team. And so we will talk about those games. The first game I want to talk about is the Rams at the Seahawks. I had actually picked this game for the Seahawks. I thought it would be a close game, but I thought that Russell Wilson would be able to overcome their offensive struggles they've had of late. I thought their defense was still very bad against the pass overall, even though they had improved. The Rams actually played their backup that Wolford or Warford, whatever his name is, I, I never even heard of the dude before. And he actually got hurt, and then Jared Goff came in. But I think this game was more about Seattle's inability to just sustain drives. There were so many punts in this game and so many three and outs. It was just not a very pleasant game. I actually didn't get to watch much of any of this game. I got to watch a little bit of it. Um, Russell Wilson once again just seems like he's always running for his life. But Russell Wilson had a you know had had at least one turnover in this game. Um, actually, I'll go to the stats and I'll go look. I, I don't like to look at stats because stats can be very misleading. But Russell Wilson, yeah, he did throw that one interception, but he was only 11 of 27 for 174 yards. Neither him or Goff completed 50 percent of their passes. Um, and it's just another example. I know a lot of people thought that Seattle could maybe be a Super Bowl team. I never thought that. I just didn't think they were quite good enough. Their running game hasn't always been very good this year. And so I was surprised by the Rams. I don't think they can do much going, fur- going further because the Rams are going to play at Green Bay. And I just think that Green Bay has too much a quarterback. And with Devontae Adams, if they don't shut him down. Now, that, now I will say this, though. The defense of the Rams has been vastly underrated, which is hard to say because they do have Aaron Donald. But I just, I think it's good for the Rams. They, they've proven that their Super Bowl run wasn't exactly a fluke. We'll see next week when they go play at Green Bay. And so I want to move to the Tampa Bay-Washington game. I had picked this game to be 31-17 to Tampa Bay. And Tampa Bay did come out to a lead. And... Like I said, the score of that game was 31 to 23. And Heineke, or however you say his name, man, that dude is a baller. That dude played his heart out. Um, he threw an interception at the end of the game. I mean, with nine minutes and 11 seconds left, the Tampa Bay was up 28 16. And then Washington football team scored again to make a 28 23. Once they kicked that field goal, I figured. With 2.49 left, I just figured that a touchdown and two-point conversion would be too hard to overcome. Washington should be very encouraged by the fact that they were able to stay in this game, even though it was on their home turf, playing a backup quarterback. And once again, I don't know what this means for Heineke or whatever his name is going forward. I mean, I know who the guy is. I just can't pronounce his name. But that dude got a shoulder stinger or a neck stinger, played through it. 
It was incredible to watch <laughs> the backup, the backup to the backup, that Montez guy. He looked so stoked to get into the game. And then Haneke was like, no, nah, man, I'm going to go back in there. And then you see that the Montez dude looked disappointed, but he played the role, put the code on him and everything. Washington has a good foundation going forward. The problem is that I don't think since like 2002 or something like that, that back, a team has won that division in back-to-back -back years. You did have that run where McNabb went to four straight NFC Championship games and a Super Bowl before that thing unraveled with T.O. Um, Ron Rivera, I've always thought was a good coach. Maybe not a great coach, but a really good coach, a really good leader of men. The defensive foundation was there because Rivera came, if I'm not mistaken, Ron Rivera was a defensive guy for the Bears, when, and then he went to Carolina, and now he's with the Washington football team. If they can get that quarterback thing figured out and a couple more weapons on offense, that team's going to be good going forward. Tom Brady looked pretty good throwing the ball. I mean, he's got weapons everywhere, bro. He's got Mike Evans. He's got Chris Godwin. He's got Gronk. He's got Antonio Brown. He's got that Brait guy. He's got Leonard Fournette running the ball well who is considered a bust in Jacksonville, even though he had a thousand yard season at least once, maybe twice. You'd have to look that up and fact check me on that. And I think that Brady and Breeze is going to be the matchup. I mean, obviously we haven't gotten to the Saints game yet, but Brady looked like Brady should look in the playoffs. And even when that touchdown didn't get overturned with the bobble out, which I thought it was a catch. I mean, we're not going to sit here and argue about catches all day, but I just think that Tom Brady did sit mouth, that's unbelievable, or yell, that's unbelievable. But then you see him catch his composure and be like, okay, here we go. And they drive down the field and they get that field goal is exactly what they needed. They didn't have to score a touchdown there. We will see um, how they look against the Saints defense next week. But, I mean, hey, look, Brady's got another playoff win. Tampa Bay's first since 2002, the year they won the Super Bowl with John Gruden. And so... Tampa Bay could be very scary offensively. And so I just, I picked them to win. I thought they'd win a little more comfortable. But once again, I mean, Chase Young was out of the game. But Washington's defense did present some problems. And we'll see against the Saints. Now, the Saints and the Bears was 21-9. to The Saints won. That game really was never close. Mitch Trubisky had moments where I'm like, hey, like, look at that dime he just threw. But New Orleans went down and got that first touchdown. Breeze still isn't all the way back. I mean, he looks healthy, but man, you see what that offense can look like with Mike Thomas and Alvin Kamara and Emmanuel Sanders. And then they had that other guy. I'm going to go look up his name real quick. Uh, I can't remember. I remember just watching him play after play, and they said he was like a special teams guy that they had as a receiver. And we're going to wait for this to load. Um, yeah, that uh, D. Harris guy. What's, what's that guy's name? Uh... That uh, I'm, I'm looking for Latavius Murray obviously played well at running back and Khalil Mack wasn't in the game for several plays. Deontay Harris, that's what I thought his name was. He had a back injury earlier in the year and he came and got seven for 83. So the Saints look like they're primed to make some noise in these playoffs. Breeze did what he needed to do. He still doesn't push the ball down the field, but... I thought the Saints would win this game. I thought that the Bears would present some problems, and they did at times. But I just, once it was 14-3, to I just never thought that the Bears were going to be able to put together an offense against a really good team enough to overcome that. And so, 
we can go ahead and move to the next round where we will have a Breeze-Brady matchup in the divisional round at New Orleans. Don't know what time or what network that game is on. You can look it up for yourself. And this is just, we're here for the analysis. And we'll do an actual preview show, but I just think that's going to be a great game. Now the Saints are 2-0 and against Brady, but Brady's seen them twice now. And listen, whether you think he's the GOAT or Montana's the GOAT, the dude's won six Super Bowls. It's been the Buku AFC Championship games. And he's once he sees a defense more than once or twice, and now he's going to have all that film on him, New Orleans better not get behind this team. Because if New Orleans gets behind, I, I just think that Tampa Bay has an opportunistic defense. Now, I do think that that defense has been hit or miss all year, and I think that could be an issue for New Orleans. I'm not going to pick the games just yet. I'm going to go do my own research. And then you have the Rams playing at the Packers. Aaron Rodgers is rested. I think it's really important that he did play in Week 17. That way he didn't have two full... I mean, because right now he's been off a whole week and then another week leading the game. That'd be three weeks off. I think Aaron Rodgers is ready and primed to go. I just don't know if the Rams can score enough points, but that defensive front, if it can give the Packers problems, that could be an interesting game too. So... Tell me what you guys think. This has been another episode of Dads in Time Out. This is your host, Jesse Williams. Until next time, signing off.